Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Wednesday, December 7th, 2022, and today is our 50th devotional. And today we're going to be looking at the idea uh, or the concept of Christ being anointed. Um, we get this from Psalm chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Uh, and Psalm chapter 2 was one of those psalms that I had to learn as a child. And I can't quit the whole thing uh, right off the top of my head anymore, but I still love the way it starts out. And I try to remember this quite often, especially when I'm dealing with politics. Uh, and so here I'll read it for you. It says, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast them uh, their cords from us. Um, as I look at this and ponder this quite often, especially uh, when we deal with elections and, and different things, it reminds me that we are constantly casting him from us as a society and as a people. We don't want Christ to rule over us. We're very much like uh, the people of Christ's day that, that stood up to Pilate and said, we will not have this man to rule over us. Uh, why on earth would somebody not want him to rule over you is beyond me. Uh, he is the greatest ruler that has ever lived, and he's the greatest gentleman that's ever lived. But as we think about this, um, and go back in just a little bit uh, to dive into it, uh, we often hear this term, Jesus Christ. And I've even talked to, to people, especially Muslims, who believe that Christ is his last name, uh, that maybe Joseph's last name was Christ or something like that, that Joseph was Joseph Christ, and then you have Jesus Christ. And uh, it, it shows how simplistic some people's thinking is. Christ is just another term uh, for anointed one. It's the Greek uh, way of saying anointed, uh, Christus. Um, and I know I'm not pronouncing that exactly right when you're dyslexic. Uh, oftentimes you have trouble uh, catching the vowels in there. But uh, Christ, is it, it, it means anointed one. Um, in the Hebrew, uh, the word for anointed is Messiah or Mishiach. Uh, and I know I'm not pronouncing that one correctly either. Um, but again, I'll, I'll refer back to my dyslexic. Uh, disability there and just defer to that, that when I get to heaven, God will give me the, the perfect download and then I'll be able to pronounce words correctly. But uh, we realize that that Jesus or the, the Messiah was going to be an anointed one. And when you look back in the Old Testament, you find several people who were anointed. Uh, you find Aaron who was anointed, Aaron and his sons who were anointed uh, back in uh, Exodus and uh, Leviticus you, in that area. Uh, you find Saul was someone who was anointed by Samuel uh, to lead the people. You find David as someone who was anointed. Uh, then you find Solomon as someone who was anointed. Uh, and David talks about that the, the anointing oil running down the beard 
uh, Aaron's beard that it was so precious and it was so, uh, uh, it, it was one of those things that you didn't take lightly. And, and if you'll remember, David would not raise his hand against Saul because Saul had, was anointed. And something that I love, and I'll I won't touch on this too much, but as a Christian, as someone who has trusted Christ as my personal Savior, the Holy Spirit has come upon me. The Bible talks about this, that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost now. And so we are now anointed by the Holy Ghost. We have a task that we're supposed to do. We have a mission that we have been given, and that's to preach the gospel to every creature. That being said, let's go back and look at Christ, the, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. He had to be anointed too. And where was he anointed? Well, you don't ever find someone coming out and just flat out anointing him. But you do find in John chapter 1, uh, verses 32 and 30 through 34, it says this, and John bare record, saying, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou seest the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bare record that this is the Son of God. And I love that Jesus went to John the Baptist uh, to be baptized. Um, and, and you see it even later on in Jesus's ministry when they come and they question him and they say, by whose authority do you do this? And, and he said, well, I'll answer that if you'll answer a question of mine. John the Baptist's authority uh, was it from heaven or from earth, his baptism? And they refused to answer that because they knew if they said from, from men, then all the people would stone him because they counted John as a prophet. If they said from heaven, Jesus would just turn around and say, well, then why didn't you believe him and follow him and accept what he said? And, and if you look at this also, John the Baptist, he was... From the priestly line, his his father uh, was a priest serving in the temple, and so he had the authority of the priestly line. But not only that, he was counted as a prophet, and so he had the law and the prophets attesting to Christ and, and putting their authority or their permission on Jesus Christ, so he could could act. Uh, in accordance with the law and the prophets and the the rulers of the day would not have him to rule over them. they wanted to be the ones in charge they wanted to be the ones saying what they wanted to do and then you find down in in psalm chapter 2 verse 12 i love this it says kiss the son lest he be angry and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. And, and as we start to uh, hone in on Christmas, as we start to come towards Christmas Day, uh, I hope you'll think about what Christ went through for you and for me, what the, the great offering that he made for our sins. 
uh, it wasn't something trivial and it wasn't just for fun that he came so that we could celebrate and, and uh, have Santa Claus and have parties and different things. Uh, he came for a specific purpose. And if we neglect that purpose, if we overlook it, if we trivialize him in any way, shape, or form, uh, we need to be very careful. We need to come to him in repentance. Uh, and as it says there, kiss the son, lest he be angry with you, and you perish in, in the way. While we still have a chance, are we willing to come to him and submit to his leadership and let him anoint us and let him lead us uh, into his kingdom. I hope you'll think about that and I hope you have trusted him as your savior. And more than that, I hope not only have you trusted him as your savior, but I hope you are following him and allowing him to be your Lord and obeying him. If you're not, and, and we all have areas where we could probably uh, surrender more. There's not a single one of us that is perfect and we need to to surrender to him and obey him and follow him. And I hope you've done that already. And I hope you continue to do that uh, into the future. Now is a good time to be thinking about that and praying about it. So with that being said, I hope this has been a blessing to you. And we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until then, auf Wiedersehen.